Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, as we like to say, NSF. And remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, we're going to get into a discussion about quite a few different things. I have another mix for you guys. I don't have a guest today, unfortunately, but you have all me. So, I wanted to start off by saying, um, you know, we've been (laughs) dealing with some up and downs with social media, um, with the censorship, and I won't go too long into that. So, you know, we've been having to uh, try to transfer our audience from uh, off of some of the social sites onto some of our own personal platforms like Kingspace. And um, very soon, Sir Inc. with a Q dot com will be up and running and we will be uh, still posting daily topics, daily content. You know, we'll be able to be a little more uh, sexually expressive with some of our images because you know, the site will be for, of course, adults 18 and older. And um, and I still realize that, you know, uh, you have to have visuals with content in this uh, in this world today. And uh, we, we plan to really bring you uh, a little bit more raw perspective, um, a little bit more uh, of the daily life of, of a dominant and how doms live, um, which... We say dominant, but, you know, it's just men who are uh, bosses of their life, you know, mastered themselves uh, in a way to be efficient and um, also become nurturers themselves. And when I say nurture, you know, it's be able to protect your family, you know, be able to provide for them or your lover, your submissive, you know, um, these things like that. So. We really want to, and I want to, just kind of give you guys more of a daily perspective of how a man operates. Now, some of that I must I must admit um, will probably be a little bit, um, how do I put it? Might be a little boring, right? Because you know, a lot of people that are efficient kind of go through the same rituals every day, right? So. You guys are seeing me getting a cup of coffee. Now, everybody gets coffee. But there's a certain whole ritual that goes behind me. You get coffee. Um, you know, I get coffee. That gets my day started. Then I do this after I get the coffee. Then I do that when I get to work. And so so it's a lot involved that we want to go through and show, you know, uh, men living uh, healthy lifestyles. And, um, you know, just caring for who they love. And it's a lot of sacrifice in that. And... This is why I'm a firm believer that a dominant man or just a man in general who's about handling his business needs a woman who's going to be very, uh, not supportive, but a very accepting of him. And that allows for vulnerability. And uh, that vulnerability opens up a door for both of them to grow. 
and uh, I'm just all a proponent for that and um, it's part of uh, I think what people don't understand when they start asking you know how do I find a dime or how do I find a submissive that's these things are not uh, very uh, easy to come by nowadays you know um, you don't get to go online and shop for a uh, you don't get to go online and shop for a dominant. You don't get to go online and shop for a submissive. You know, I just can't go to Amazon and pick the right submissive. I can't go to eHarmony. I can't go to any of these sites and really find the perfect submissive. Or the, or you won't be able to find a perfect dominant. But you have to do is find yourself. Submission and domination, this whole lifestyle, and really the journey of life, if you really care to be engaged in your life, is about constant growth and being more true to yourself. And I always say this, this is why older people have such a raw personality and that they say things they don't care about hurting people's feelings because they're back, you know, once a man, twice a baby. And kids say how they feel. It's only that in between ages that we feel like we have to lie and not be ourselves or hide something. And so you want to get more comfortable with just being yourself and it allows you to have such a freer and cleaner life to live. You know, I know a lot of people suffer from insomnia for different reasons. Um, but some of it is people have an overactive mind. Um, and that overactive mind is, is torment. Is torment, Because if you don't get proper sleep, you just can't think right. You can't function right in the world. So I get it. Um, but we have to work on ourselves. And so submission and domination is all about a journey of self. My journey of domination is not necessarily about a submissive. It's more so about how can I be the strongest man that I can be, be solid, you know, be accountable, you know, have dreams, have visions, go after them, conquer them, you know, constantly add on to my life. So those kind of things are what men think about. Progressive men. They're not stagnant. They're not wasting time arguing with with a woman or anyone for that fact. And if there is an argument, it has to be very, you know, um, important or it has to be, you know, pertinent because if it's not, you don't waste such energy on certain things. But as you get older and more mature, you do understand those things. But um, I wanted to also talk about uh, sessions, which I touched on with my friend Layla. I miss you, Layla. You need to come back. Uh, she's went MIA on me. But um, I wanted to talk about sessions because this is one thing that is not really discussed about dominant men uh, or men who do sessions. It takes time for a man to get creative. And to create the proper session for someone or just an evening out, right? You kind of got to know what the person likes, you know? I know um, a friend of mine was telling me how um, this guy she's met, he's buying her shoes left and right, you know? And she's like, well, you know, I do like shoes, you know, I would normally not buy this many shoes myself, but if he buying them, 
I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know, I get it. You know, a woman is not going to turn down those shoes, right? Especially some really nice ones, but she bought some really nice ones. Got to give him props on that. But part of it is, that's his thing, right? And she's telling him, like, what do you want to do? He's like, that's my thing. That's what I do. Like, that's his thing. But what's her thing? And that's what he's missing. Because he's just like a lot of other guys. He's just buying stuff to compensate for the, the lack of you being able to get to know the person. So what you're doing is really, it's like hunting with a bazooka, right? You just shoot a bazooka, you're going to hit something, right? And, you know, it's easy. Women love shoes. Women are not going to turn down shoes. But instead, he doesn't know. A night out to dinner, a night show, go to the spa, you know, things like that would mean more to her than shoes to look cute in. I mean, what else she going to do? You going to dress her and then she's supposed to act the way you want to act? This is how people act, you know, especially guys. They're not dominant men. They're domineering. And they have domineering ways that start with, like, buying shoes. And then it's buying a dress. And then it's, I don't like that dress that you bought. You should wear what I like. Those kind of things. And not to say that in a, de uh, a dominant and submissive relationship, it's not like that. But I'm saying, by the time you get to that point, there's a much deeper level of knowing that woman. For example, as the dominant man, if I know a submissive likes to wear a certain kind of thing, and, it's, and I, that's what I like when I met her, I really wouldn't change that um, as like maybe, a, I don't want to say a punishment or or something like that, but you might want to make a cocktail dress, not a cocktail dress, but like something real sexy and sheer. You know, maybe that's something that she won't wear out on the regular no more. Maybe that's something she wears, you know, when she's with you exclusively. You know, something like that, you know. But I, in my opinion, I wouldn't change people. I, I try to accept people for who they are and try to encourage that. If it doesn't go against me, I try to encourage it. If it goes against me, then I have to deal with that within myself. Because I, I shouldn't have to ask you to change for me. There's certain concessions that we're both going to make just being together and trying to make our lives work harmoniously. So um, that's just me, though. I'm a more, um, <laughs> which I know some of my friends will tell you guys, um, they really can't believe, like, you know, that I can be on both sides like this because I'm a really good guy. You know, I'm very helpful to people, and um, it's my life, my business is to work for other people, and and I help them, and I get paid for it. I make them look good, and I get paid for it. Uh, but with that being said, um, I, I, I try to meet people where they are, right? And I like the dominant side. I like submissive women. I've always had, as I really look back on it, even before I even got into this lifestyle, I always like women who like to see me happy, like to please me, and I like that. And in turn, I like to see them pleased as well, and it's such a great transfer. I think my greatest challenge has been being a masochist in certain relationships and really not realizing it. And I've had that epiphany this week. Sometimes you find yourself in a bad 
situation or a situation where certain hiccups always happen. And I never looked at it like this, but I'm like, due to some circumstances, people like to use like kids, for example, um, use kids as a form of control. And their control has nothing to do with anything that makes any damn sense. I've learned that. And I try not to make sense of the nonsense. But it's still a form of control. And I had an epiphany about that. And then I realized that there are certain things that I have to do to take myself out of that situation. I never thought that I was a masochist. But then I was just thinking about the situation that was happening that happens in my life and I'm like, why does she keep doing just the most ridiculous stuff? Like it really makes no sense. It has no it, it is just utterly ridiculous. And I realize that this is their game. This is her hurt game. This is how she plays. And so uh I get it. I get it. But anyway, so Putting a session together is, is, is something that a man invests his time in. He invests his time in getting to know the woman that he's in with. And this is um, a very beautiful thing. A very beautiful thing because if you know she's having a stressful time and all that, then you want to do a session that's going to help bring her down. If she's feeling down and she needs to be turned up, then you're going to give her a session that turns her up. You know, these are the things that you got to, um, this is how you get to know your partner, being tuned with your partner. That's so key. What they like to eat, how they like to eat it, where, you know, what they like to drink, you know, what they don't like. You know, what are the things that make them happy? What are the things that don't make them happy? What are trigger points? What is their past traumas to the point that they will tell you, right? This is uh, this is all part of being what I would call a, a good dominant. It's just getting to know who you're with. And that's why I don't think, you know, a lot of guys can have a few submissives. It's not... You can barely deal with one. You got to deal with the one you have. Deal with the one you have. Get to know her. And then maybe you can expand to something different. But a lot of people just jump in and think, I got her, I got her, I got her. You can't really, you can't really serve that many people effectively. You have to start out and build it slow. It's building. You have to build things. And I think in this world, we date quick, we fuck quick, and shit is over quick. And I think we just got to get back to kind of taking our time a little bit, you know? You don't have to fuck on the first date. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. But I think we should take our time. Get to know who you're dealing with. Maybe she look good, but she's not a right fit for what you're trying to do. Maybe there are things about her that you like, man... That can only get worse, and I'm not gonna be able to deal with that. Then you don't want to, you know, you don't want to. You might not want to have sex with her, because then it's an attachment, and then blah blah blah. Or you might not want to do a session with a person because that's going to turn them up. I mean, there's a lot of factors into it that, you know, I think 
a lot of people aren't taking in consideration. They're just jumping and stuff because they're looking for someone to participate. We're looking for participants and not patients for the getting to know process. And I think we need to really speak more about that. Um, when you read these books, um, like I was reading, um, I was reading um, S&M, Sex Magic 101. And I mean, a lot of stuff in here is like, when you really dig into the minds of dominance and submissives, it's really about the mindset, more so the playing. The playing comes in time. And a lot of the playing takes time. It takes time to set up. It takes time for you to think it out. If you want it to go the way you see in the pictures, that's what we all chase in the pictures, the elaborate setups and elaborate rooms. And, you know, but those things take time. Like, they just, you know, if you really want to have that life, it takes time to really put those things together, you know? It's just my opinion. I want everybody to be uh, safe, sane, and consensual about playing and doing this. And, uh, and with that said, I've been thinking about it for a while, and I've been kind of testing some people in my local area about even doing a munch, uh, get together to sit down and really just talk about, you know, the lifestyle. Um, nothing like we're going to be, um, you know, playing with contraptions or toys or anything like that, which, don't get me wrong, I would like to get into having those kind of functions as well that people, I can bring out my cross and we can bring out some other things and, you know, couples can come, people can play here, um, you know, use the contraptions, have fun, take pictures, whatever, just have fun, have a good time, but that'll come in time, but I'm trying to organize, I'm trying to get the right community together here. And it don't have to be a bunch of people, it can be just about a good seven plus people you know don't have to be too big if it gets bigger I'm, I'm happy about that but i want real people people that want to learn people that want to engage people that want to talk about relationships lifestyle being healthy maybe being able to help one another business wise in some ways you know it's like a real community i think that's very important for a lot of us because it's a lonely cold world and a lot of people are stuck and all they need is a little somebody to say, yo, I got somebody that can help you in that area, help get you past that point that you're stuck at. So this is what I want. And uh, I'm really working on that diligently. It's September. It's the end of September now. And I'm hoping to be able to do this within the next month at the latest, the first weekend in November. I wanted to have a little chill in the air. Because I want to be able to, certain stuff I have. I'm a Virgo, y'all. So, you know, Virgos, we got it all planned out in our head. There's certain things I want to have, drinks I want to have. You know, I like to chill in the air. Maybe want to smoke a cigar. Maybe have a hot toddy. This kind of stuff. I'm, you know, I'm elaborate in mindset when it comes to this kind of stuff. I'm not the kind of, let's see how it happens guy. I'm like, let's plan it out. I want to make sure people can come, eat good, drink good, have a good time. We got the right people around, no craziness. And we can have some really good, engaging conversation. And maybe people can connect from there on their own or not. And if we could just keep coming together and bringing more people to the table that's 
interested in the lifestyle or that's in the lifestyle and it's got level heads and you know we can all do some safe sane and consensual things then we can we can expand that you know um i know a friend of mine named mark who lives in north carolina they have a really nice community down there and they rent a club out once a month and they do a whole party with a dj and then like all the people who have like contraptions like crosses and uh, the wooden chair and all that they bring those things and you know people can get on them and play on them and you know take pictures and you know they do some spankings and they hold little sessions like this is the proper way to spank this is the proper way to you know do this and that so I, I love that and that's really where I would like to take this uh, with Sir Inc and doing get togethers getting people together and really growing in that way I love it I absolutely love love it. I love the idea, and I'm just so thankful that at this part in my life, I'm able to really get out and be out here, and really be engaging people and seeing where people are, and like really bringing, trying to bring people together for a healthy experience. I mean, I just think it's it, it gets me going, you know. And uh, as I said, we're we're going to. Uh, I'm going to eventually be taking a lot of my content uh, off of social media as heavy and putting that onto uh, the website because I really want my website, I really want to get more into health as well. I really want to talk about health and wellness. Um, not so much like you got to work out, you got to drink a glass of water. No, but just healthy conversation about where are you mentally, where are you physically, you know, and, you know, those kind of things and try to offer people maybe some resources that they can, um, you know, that they can go to and find some help in certain areas, especially with the mental side. I think we overlook that a lot. And it's a lot being talked about mental health, but I think we really need to deal with that. Um, you know, you need someone to talk to or some way to express it, you know. One of the best things that i found is like meditation or just silence, you know, to be able to, you know, come down, then compartmentalize your life and come back with a clearer head. It always helps. It helps lower your blood pressure. And, you know, we need, we need those kind of, um, those kind of conversations. We need those kind of things, uh, more talked about in the lifestyle, especially because People are, you know, exercising demons to a degree, or they are um, reliving some traumas from their past, and reliving them is a way of them claiming them and, and um, making themselves whole again from those experiences. So I think you know those things need to be thought out and talked out, you know, uh, before you go getting yourself in certain situations. And um, such a great night, y'all. Having a little drink. And um, I'm talking to y'all. And I want to shout out uh, a friend of mine named Kitten Diaries on Instagram. She's really great. Beautiful, submissive, awesome Australian girl who is really putting herself and uh, 
her belief in the lifestyle and and how she feels as a sub. She's doing great work. Um, she's doing great work with that. So I would encourage you guys to maybe check her out. Also, uh, my man, Mr. SJ. Mr. SJ. That's my guy. He, uh, he is uh, a dominant here in Philadelphia as well who is really started Sir Inc. with me. Uh, he was uh, one of my longest standing admins on Sir Inc. And, uh, you know, they kept, they deleted one of our pages. Then we just kind of got off off the path together. But we still do things together. Um, but I got to shout out Mr. SJ himself on Instagram. And uh, I forget what his tagline is. I think his tagline is, um, I'm here to help. I think that's what it is. I'm here to help. I love it. Um, as a dominant, I'm here to help. I love his tagline. But um, check him out. And uh, there's a my. I have to shout out my photographer Visions. We've been doing a couple of photo shoots, which which really went well. Uh, I took some pictures. The last photo shoot we did was really just about uh, pictures of me uh, against certain backgrounds, just trying to have stuff that I can make memes, my own personal memes, uh, going forward and. The one before that, that was a little bit about me being dressed up, me being in uh, uh, like my mask with my hat, my glasses on with the cross and, you know, with different, um, different um, toys in my hands and stuff. That was real fun. Uh, we had a good time with that, but the picture's been coming out great. So I'm just trying to give you guys more, more of myself, come out of my cocoon a little bit more. Uh, and, um, you know, really just really show the lifestyle that I'm living. Um, and, uh, I wanted to talk about the book that I read. I read the book, um, how to have great sex in a long lasting relationship. And I'm sorry, I don't have the author in front of me right now, but the book is really good. And the book really discusses looking at the sex with your partner as a journey of yourself. Know your own sexuality. Which I was like, hmm, that was very interesting the way he was talking. And uh, he kind of gave an example. Like, you know, a lot of times guys were a little bit more, like, result-oriented, right? Because we come. So we always kind of have a finality to sex for us but not all but not always women do and also even to start is there if there's something that a woman or a man does that gets them to where they need to be for sexually to to go to go in it for play wise or whatever like a woman might like watching porn she might like watching a certain kind of porn right you might be like damn why you like watching that but whatever Whatever it takes for her to get in her zone and whatever it takes for you to get in your zone, y'all should be able to do that comfortably without feeling like that is a distraction or that is something that you can't compete with because it's not about that. Sexual gratification is about yourself. It really is about yourself. I mean, you want to please the other person you're with, 
But sometimes, like, you know, people don't understand how people can masturbate in front, in front of one another, right? And they get very excited off of that. And people want to, like, that stuff look good in pictures, but people do that because that's the way they get off. And they are cool with that. They're not arguing, like, well, damn, you got to watch this on this, on this, you got to watch your phone and get off to two women or you got to get off to whatever it is that people get off to. You know what I mean? Like, that does not a big deal. The whole thing is about, are you satisfied? You know, a lot of times we waste too much time worrying about, am I adequate for another person? And I really felt like uh, he was hitting home with a lot of that, you know, because I think as a man, you do, you absolutely come in wanting to satisfy a woman if you care enough, right? Some guys, they just want to get this shit off. They don't give a shit about if a woman got his off or not. They just try to get days off, right? But a lot of men want to make, they want to make sure that the woman is satisfied. And I think that plays in, that play, that can play on a guy's head if there's some something external other than him that gets her to that point. That, you know, gets her to the point of being able to come or getting her to the point of whatever. I think um, we struggle with that. And I think women don't struggle with that as much because they're a little bit more open-minded. But, of course, you know, the insecurity of a woman, if you're watching another woman on the phone, some women will get a little insecure or jealous about that, you know? But, you know, more, more I don't want to say evolved, but more open-minded people don't see it like that. They see it as, okay, you getting, you getting up, I'm going to get myself up. We come together and then we, you know, we share that experience together in that way. And it's no big deal. Um, so a lot of it, man, we got to let go of some, you know, a lot of insecurities that we have too. I see that. I see a lot of that. Um, I see a lot of that out there. And it's, and it's not just out there. Like I see insecurities in my own, in my own life, my own self, the way I relate to people, the way I can be, you know, uh, you know, closed, closed off, you know, um, a little reclusive sometimes you know I can go a little recluse sometimes so I mean I see certain insecurities within myself that again as a man I might not acknowledge that as an insecurity right like I'm not insecure if a woman I'm dealing with might be with another man right um, I mean I had that kind of insecurity but then I might have an insecurity in allowing someone to get close to me in a certain kind of way you know um, especially those who like they want to get close to you right and there are other people who just know how to get close to you you know and I understand that some people they want to please you so much they just want to know they want to know like please I don't want to figure it out I just want the answer to the test I get it but I don't like those people as much I like the people that want to observe and learn me it's a difference it's a difference of getting the, the answers to the test and observing and knowing the answers to the test it's a difference and it's all about where your mind is how, how bad you want it how, how much do you care because I'm observing I watch people I listen to what they say it's just a gift that I have this makes me such a great uh, professional in what I do.
You have to hear people. You have to allow them to talk. You have to listen. And if you like them enough and they're not an a-hole, then you care about them. And that's how connection happens. And so, um, it's a really great book, y'all, to say the least. So I'm recommending Sex Magic 101 by Jay Wiseman. And I'm also recommending uh, How to Have uh, Great Sex in a Long-Lasting Relationship. Really good book. Uh, you can also do the audio book if you want. Um, I, I, I just enjoy the book. Um, he is a sex therapist, and he has a very good um, perspective. And he also uses some analogies of, of friends that he had and some patients that he's um, that he's had some different scenarios to, and and like you can you can see how some of those scenarios play out. And it's not only in in sex. You know, but just in relationships in general. So I think those are really awesome. And uh, uh, let me shout out my man, Sir Phantom Black, uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, y'all should check him out. Like his uh, his page is really nice and black with a with a with a Q, I believe, at the end. Uh, but his page is really nice. He's a really, really, really good writer. Um, I like how he writes. One of his first page got shut down because he's going a little raw with the pictures. But, I mean, you talk about hot and heavy with the words. That brother got some good words for you. He's a, um, he's a really distinguished gentleman. And uh, I would suggest you guys check him out as well. And uh, that's all I have for you guys uh, tonight. But... This will not be the only uh, podcast I do in the next two months. I plan to be back on here, guys. Um, I can tell you all about my trip to Toronto on my next one. Sarah made me promise to wait to talk about Toronto with with her on a podcast, but she only she she's only going to have three more days before I do another podcast and talk about Toronto because Toronto, the city is very nice. The time that I had was lovely, and I would absolutely go to Toronto again. I see why people love the six. It's very nice. People are pleasant. I like the uh, I like the fact that American money goes a little a little bit further up there. If you use your credit card, so I'm cool with that. But uh, yeah, I got some stories to tell you guys about Toronto. It was nice. Definitely did a session. It was lovely. Lovely. Nothing but good times. Nothing but good times. So, again, if you want to find me, you can find me at Sir Inc. with a Q, I and Q, on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Kingspace. And you can find me on Twitter, which every time I do a podcast, I tell you guys. I have to do a better job with Twitter. That's driving me crazy, but I will do it. But again, thank you for listening. And until next time. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.
y'all enjoyed today's chat. We'd love to hear your experiences and your feedback. Do email us at sirinq at sirinq.com. You can also follow us on sirinq on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, 